the hockey world is one that never sleeps. My name is Christopher Hess, and this is Between the Pipes. And welcome into Between the Pipes. I'm Christopher Hess, and today I got a special guest on the podcast. So James Murray is the leader of the Everything College Hockey, <clears throat> excuse me, Instagram page, and he has just been absolutely killing the game in a market that really hasn't been tapped into yet. And he is by far the best source for your college hockey fix on really any social media platform. I mean, this guy engages with the fans. He does everything you could possibly think of in growing a game where an expansion could be coming at any time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with James. And we're joined by Everything College Hockey page on Instagram here. James Murray, the leader of said page, is here with me now. We're going to do a little interview. So, James, how's it going, man? Man, it's, it's tough times right now, but, you know, very thankful that we have something to look forward to out of this dark time in college hockey. So, um, and a lot of other things, too, just sports in general. But, uh, no, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well, man. Thanks for asking. I'm just... How's everything been going where you are? Have you been able to stay safe? And just what's what's it been like in your area? Yeah, no, it's definitely been um, different. Um, you know, I, luckily I haven't contacted the virus yet, nor has anyone in my family. Um, so we've been able to stay safe, but I think it's just, it's getting to the point now where I'm just like, when is it going to end, you know? <laughs> All right, and then are we going to have sports back? So, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, I've been able to stay safe and stay active and healthy, so... Yeah, it's always good that um been able to just keep yourself safe because this thing is no joke. It's scary stuff, man. It's it's wild. All right, so yep. we'll yep. lead it off with uh, first question here. So obviously your page has gained quite a bit of traction since its inception. And so where did it sort of come about? And did you play hockey growing up? And where did this sort of love come from? Yeah, love for the game. I started when I was young. Um, Jeez, I was in first grade, I think, and my uh, my dad built a hockey rink in my backyard. And ever since, you know, I played hockey all the way growing up into high school there. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, hockey's been my life forever, so as long as I can remember. But, uh, you know, my dad also took me to all the gopher hockey games growing up, you know, and I saw those, those packed arenas versus, you know, St. Cloud State or North Dakota or Duluth, you know, it was always packed at Mariucci, and that was something that, you know, I loved. I loved that. It's for more than a wild game. No, get it, the NHL is just great. But when I was at the college game, you had the band there, you got the student section there, and everyone's there to support their school. And that's, and, it, and it's kids that are playing for a contract, you know, they don't have the money yet, so they're playing their hearts out. So, I know. Um, I fell in love with college hockey at a young age, and you know, that's where I think I get the love for the game from. But then, you know, I had, in college, I worked for Bemidji State as a student manager, and I got a lot of connections there, and just, you know, even more so, I grew in love with the game, and um, yeah. All right. That's awesome stuff, man. I was actually, one of my later questions was going to be, where did you go to school? But you answered it right there. You went to BSU, man. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Bemidji, man. I, I loved it. And, uh, it was a really good experience and I'm glad, you know, their, their equipment manager gave me a chance to just be a student manager there. And man, I loved, met a bunch of good guys there and the hockey experience is unreal. And just being a fly on the wall, you know, listening to the coach every day, Tom's territory and just picking uh, the hockey brains there was pretty cool. That's well, I learned. 
that's awesome stuff, man. So, um, another question. When did you know that this sort of hobby or passion could really go places? Um, I'd say when Spent Chicklets followed me. I think that was when it, for me, like, it's like, all right, you know, someone with, um, who's proven themselves and now they're, you know, a huge name with Pink Whitney and all that stuff out there. I think that, that really gave me motivation and helped me realize, like, you know, if I put in the hard work, like, um, anything's possible and, um, you know, worst comes to worst, like, you know, I'm having fun doing it. So at the end of the day, you know, if it fails, it is what it is, but no, I'm having fun with it. And it's, it's, uh, really taken off. I think, you know, we got to 16,000 followers today, so it's going to keep grinding and, uh, try to grow the game. That's good stuff, man. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And I, I forgot which quote it was, but somebody quoted, um, I don't remember exactly who it was, but it's like, if you love what you do, you don't have, you don't have to work a day in your life or something like that. I don't remember yep. who said it, but I think that speaks leaps and bounds to what you're doing. And I never do anything, you know, that in, in regards to the page, I'm never doing anything that I don't want to do. Like I love it all. Some, you know, some of it is a grind and you, you gotta be patient and, you know, do the work, but it's definitely worth it in the end. And I, it's really cool when teams, you know, team pages and players and, and just fans in general are, give me appreciation and like what we're doing. Alrighty, very good. So is it just you that does this page or are others working alongside you? No, yeah, we have multiple people. I have, I'd say a group of six, one of them being a cameraman that helps shoot our YouTube videos and stuff like that. Um, like I said, we got merch coming out. I got a couple guys handling that. Um, and those guys are also just during the season, we're just finding, you know, stories or anything. All of us are searching for stories constantly throughout the season, just coming up with the new ideas. Um, obviously I have my, I have my co-host in the, in the, in the podcast, Connor, and, uh, I, you know, we do, we do a lot of the posting and, um, you know, I think it's just for, we have six people, so we need to get on every platform. That's kind of why it's so many people right now. And not everyone's being used all the time right now, but as we get into hockey season, everyone's going. So, um, yeah, we're trying to get on every platform right now and all six of us, um, definitely have a goal in mind and we want to grow Alrighty, so you had mentioned a podcast, so um, could you go a little bit deeper into that, how that came about, what the name of it is, and for those who are not familiar, just sort of what's it all about? Yeah, um, how it came about, I think just, I listen to a lot of podcasts personally myself, and I kind of, uh, like, I always wanted to do one. Um, I realize there's not really any college hockey podcasts out there, but Spin Chicklets, you know, I, I listen to that all the time, so... I was like, this is great. Let's do something similar, but tone it down a little bit as far as, um, you know, trying to keep it PG. And, you know, I have a lot of young kids who follow the page. And so, um, but just giving the kids something to listen to, you know, like, yeah. Um, Kyle Gucci on TV or whatever, you know, every Friday and Saturday night, but they never get to talk to the guy. Well, this is why we have players take over the story and, you know, ask them questions. And they're, you know, personally texting the kids. You know, that's going to make their day and, and then, you know, maybe motivate them. So, um, that was kind of my idea, starting the podcast and just getting players on there to voice their opinions on stuff too. Um, but yeah, yeah, we try to have a guest every week. It's called Pucks in Deep. Um, just you know, we're trying to narrate that you know a grinder menta mentality and uh, just keep going. You know, that's what that, that's what teams do if they're down. They just keep getting pucks in deep and forechecking and um, trying to make a turnover and put the puck in the back of the net. You know, so um, yeah, I think that's you know I think. As we go on with our podcast, yeah, we're trying to grow and um, 
you know, if, if you have any ideas or any fans have any ideas, feel free to message us. You know, we like, we just introduced a speed round, and I think this year we're going to um, introduce call-in guests, just like random fans, and I think that will make it, you know, spice it up a little bit and give us something more to talk about. That's some good stuff, man. So, um, also piggybacking off that, so how long have you been doing the podcast, and which guest has been your favorite, and why? Ooh, ooh. Um, well, actually, started the podcast this, this past season. Jeez, ah, I think it was like three weeks into the season. And soon after that, Mankato invited me to be on their podcast, Mankato Hockey. And I went on that, and they, they kind of helped me out with logistics. They have a great – oh, man, they're – their team behind the scenes over there is just great people. They they really set me up for this podcast. They told me, you know, how to use this app Anchor. Um, you know, they kind of just guided me and said, this is what we're doing. And I don't know. It really motivated me. And I started by, I went next week and spent the money, bought all the podcast equipment, and just kind of ran with it. Um, as far as my favorite guest, I would have to say uh, Perunovich for sure. You know, he just won the Hobie. One of the most talented players I've ever watched. Um, he's going to be great at NHL. Kind of, you know, similar to Quinn Hughes, I think they're going to rookie of the year candidate already. He's going to be, but um, no, he's just a great guy, Minnesota guy, you know. So uh, there's a lot I can, you know, relate to with him. And uh, but he's just a class act, and you know, someone that's obviously going to be, a, you know, a star in the NHL one day. So I'm glad he came on, and you know, now we have the relationship, and that's kind of my favorite part about the podcast. You know, you have a guest on, and then. You know, the hockey's such a small world that they know someone else. And, you know, and I keep getting introduced to people, and it's great in the hockey world. It's really fun. Makes it all worth it for me. Yeah, that guy's an absolute tank out on the ice. Like, you're, you're not getting past him. There's no way. He's not big, but he's just he's stocky, he's strong, he's smart, yep. he's quick. His hockey IQ is through the roof, so it's, it's, you know, it's definitely fun to watch. I loved how um, the NCHC, when they would play the like the key, the oh, premier games, excuse me, the keynote games like them and Duluth and North Dakota, you put it on CBS and you watch and you're like, Oh my God. I, I watched, you know, I paid for what's it called? Flow hockey's program. So that was WCHA and then some hockey East games. I thought oh, Atlantic games. That's what it was. And some big 10 games. And so I watched all those three conferences pretty heavily this year. But yeah, those, those ones on CBS, I mean, those premier games, I watched North Dakota versus Denver. Like they're so fun to watch. And you know, that. Like, Ten of those players probably combined on, on both teams are going into the NHL. Probably five from each team. Like those teams are stacked. So um, yeah, definitely, man. I miss it. <laughs> I miss it too, man. Maverick Hockey Weekend, some good stuff too in Mankato. They do a really good job with all of that. It's such a small, like tight knit community kind of market thing. But my God, do they do a good job? Unbelievable, man. The guy that's running it worked for ESPN, and and now you know. They're just killing it. They got it, and I think it's a good recruiting piece. I think oh, it yeah. is. Definitely. You know, you look at the Big Ten schools, Wisconsin, them, you go on their Instagram, they got they got all the best equipment. They're doing, they're doing it right. They're documenting everything, and that's the way to do it. If you really want a kid, you know, to be interested, well, social media right there, man. That's why I think we got a chance at everything college hockey. It's, all the information you need is right on your phone. And when kids are looking at your team's page, they're like, oh, these guys, these guys go hard, you know? These guys, these guys have fans or whatever it is. So, yeah, I think it's interesting. That's actually a perfect segue into the next question. So now let's talk brand promoting. So in what ways, obviously with the player takeovers and all that stuff, but what other ways have you been able to promote the account and sort of keep on increasing the traffic that comes to the page? I think being on multiple uh, 
multiple apps, you know. Now we're on TikTok. We almost got 2,000 followers on there. Like, we're just trying to grow Facebook, promote on promote on every platform that can. Um, um, yeah, you know, so we've, we've, we've put some money into promotions um, just to get people to see their page because I, what I've found is if I can get our page in front of people's eyes that they're going to be at least interested to check out the page and if the follow is great, if not, whatever, at least they checked it out. But I think our page definitely has, it's different than anything else out there. And um, I think we're only going to continue to grow. And I think for the people that have followed us since the beginning, they've seen that growth. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, I think, word of mouth is the best way to advertise your, your brand. So the more people that I can get in front of face-to-face, uh, -face, you know, is because then you have that connection, and then they're actually liking their photos because they know you. They're interacting with your posts. Like, that's the big, that's the best way to, you know, get advertisement is like people's posts, like people's comments, and then, you know, whenever someone DMs you, DM them back right away, too. Like, you know, be there to talk to them. I think, you know, if you're, if you're not connecting with your fans, you're an idiot. <laughs> that's, like, that's the number one way to grow because if they have a positive um, interaction with you, then you know they might they're more they're more in tune to more likely to talk to their friends about your page or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's the best way to do it and just keep posting. Just don't give up. Just keep putting content out there and be patient because eventually the accounts that you know someone will like your your, your stuff that you're creating. Man, you've got the right. You've got all the right ideas coming down, man. I mean, I've I only st I think I started following you maybe. Mm, I think maybe towards the turn of the new year. I yep. think that's when I started following you, and I was blown away. I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's this guy's killing it right now!" And because college hockey is such a small, tight knit community, that like if you can really engage and grow the sport, like you had mentioned so many times, that's just going to pay dividends later on. It's just it's amazing. Yeah. No, I think and another good point is you know I think if if the teams do their you know due diligence, if you will, like if they keep growing the game by themselves and keep filling up their arenas, if they're doing their job to do that, the game's only going to grow more, which is going to help our account grow more. And this year, like I want, ideally, like my, my dream is to have, be connected with every student section out there, have fans from every arena send in pictures. And I'm just going to go through our DMs on a team of guys that go through DMs all night and just post up on our story of different ranks and try to really capture that atmosphere and the, the good atmospheres and try to grow the game. Like, it's definitely gone down in attendance, I think, league-wide, and um, I think it can definitely get back out there, but we're just not doing the right things right now. All right, so have you ex been exploring other avenues of people buying into what you're selling? Like, obviously, you're doing the interactions with the regular fans, or what about, like, dropping some sort of merchandise and sort maybe, like, merchandise or giveaways or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I've done a couple giveaways. I know I did a stick giveaway this fall. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like, I'm, you know, I met the kid and gave him a stick, took a picture with him. And, um, it was actually a kid that was in Minnesota. He plays for Duluth East in high school. Um, so yeah, I gave him a stick and he, like, you know, he's just a supporter of the page. I saw that he's supporting her page all the time. It's like, you know, give back. And, um, yeah, I mean, can I, can you ask the question again though? I want to reword it. I think, um, as far as the merch that you asked about, like we, we have some coming out, um, but I think we, we want to put up a store in our story and then um, sell the merch right there. But, yeah, it's another great way to advertise. It's just, you know, wearing this in public, someone wearing this, they're going to ask what it's about. Our new shirts have ECH, like, 
right across there, and it's perfect. I mean, they're really nice shirts, so I'll definitely send you one, too. Um, some of your size. No, man, you need one. You oh, need dude, one. dude, I'm so, I'm all about it. I am 100% yeah. in on that. Absolutely. That, that answer your question, though, like, I wanted to talk about the merch, but in a way, like, I want to focus it towards advertising, because it is, it is yeah, the best yeah. way to advertise, you know, word of mouth or just, yeah, responding to your fans. No, that was perfect. All right, so, we're a couple more questions here. So, if I'm someone who is trying to get into the hidden gem that is college hockey, how would you sort of persuade those people who don't necessarily know that your page is the number one source to get your college hockey fix? How would I persuade them? Um, I think, you know, just checking out our page. Like, right when you look at our page, you have all the teams that have taken over. Our story, you know, those are guys that are on game day. You know, they're all trying to make it to the NHL. But they're still taking the time out of the day to, you know, post guys in the locker room, pictures like that, to get ready for the game day. And, like, right away, you know, that's just – you're getting behind-the-scenes look of a college hockey game day and everything about it. You know, I think as a hockey fan, like, the people that love hockey love more than just the game itself. It's everything, you know, the culture that goes into it, the memories that go come from it. And, um yeah, I think you just got to check it out for yourself. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. You, if you, you're interacting and, you know, I know, we post, like, rankings every week during the season, and I love seeing fans' reactions to that, you know, saying, oh, these guys should not be ranked that high or whatever. We just do our own. Based off, like, what, what we've watched, it's not even looking at the stats that much. It's what teams the most talented are just working well together. So, no, it's, it's stuff like that's fun. Good stuff, good stuff. So... Now we're going to get into the little fun questions here. So which schools have you visited and which one has been your favorite so far? Which schools have we visited as far as like doing a video for or just what school arenas that I've been to like all time? Um, arenas that you've been to, like atmos different atmospheres that you, that, uh, excuse me, atmospheres that you have seen. Words are hard right now. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, different atmospheres. So obviously like I, I grew up going to all the Gopher games. Um, I've been to a game at St. Cloud. Um, all the Minnesota schools. Obviously, I went to Bemidji, so I saw all the games there. Um, Mankato's great atmosphere. That was really cool. Um, it's just like the seats are like right on top of each other, and they just go like this. And it's packed. 5,000 people there every weekend. And that's a great barn. Duluth. Duluth Arena, Amsoil is next level. I know we did, we did an interview with Hunter Shepard there, and got to tour the facility and stuff and you know you walk in their locker room it's just like wow these guys these guys are killing it it's just a good vibe in there and you know they've won two championships in a row so they're doing something right but uh other rings I've, i haven't been inside omaha and i'm mad about that i heard that's the best atmosphere one of the best there's rings i mean um haven't been to maine yet but that's something i really want to go to but yeah just all the minnesota rings i've been to north dakota um but obviously north dakota is the best atmosphere like in college hockey hands down I know my senior year with Bemidji State, I went. Um, we went on the road. It was the first first game, home opener for North Dakota, and it sold out. And uh, I remember walking on the bench and looking across the ice, and it's just student section packed, first row to the top student section. Two hours before the game, and I was just—I literally had chills from that moment on. Once puck dropped, it was chills in my arms the whole game, and I was just on the bench watching. But it was sold out opening night, and. They scored five minutes in, and the building was just literally shaking. And I literally just, <laughs> I was just in awe. 
man, that was an insane experience. And anyone who, who likes hockey at all needs to go to a North Dakota game. That's simply it. It's definitely been my favorite experience. Then we did, we did a video for them this year, and that was that's kind of when I knew that ECH, you know, is is going to be growing. North Dakota gave us a chance to come in and shoot a video for their team, and you know, Brad Berry and their coaching staff like let us in the locker room like two hours before the game. There's a player like walking into the locker room as we were walking out, and that that was pretty cool. They gave us that trust and whatever. We made a great video for them, and now it's at like four thousand views or whatever on YouTube. So it's that is. That was my best experience. So that's all around the atmosphere, man, because you got like 500 students waiting in line outside the arena to get in the door so they can get good seats. That's like, that's what college hockey should be nationwide, you know? (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. But Penn State, too. Like they said, I got to go there. What's it like going there? Oh, man. It's it's wild (laughs) that we – what we do is we have like a little waiting area in the student (laughs) gate. So – the uh, Roar Zone exec member set us up a certain time that people can start lining up. And for a typical game, I'd say we push about 50-60, waiting for two hours beforehand. But for this past year's White Rush game against Notre Dame, the student section was half full, like 90 minutes before puck drop. And I think we had close to 200... I think it was around 200 kids waiting hours before the game because it was the biggest home game of the year and people were like it's still growing at penn state but it is still gaining a lot of popularity absolutely i think penn state's doing everything in their power and they've they've done everything correct so far as far as just being not only just on the ice but off the ice as well you look at you know the peg it's that that arena facility is nuts i've seen like youtube videos are locker room and stuff it's it's next level and as a as a you know, recruit, like, how could you say no walking into Penn State? Mm-hmm. Not only that, but yeah, the packed football games, basketball games, all that stuff. You know, you're getting tre- treated well, and they're only going to continue to get better. I think Penn State's a top 10 team here for the next couple of years, you know, majority of years here. They're going to be right there. Yeah. It's basically, the peg is basically taking a slice of Beaver Stadium and putting it in an ice rink, and it's, it's wild. It's yeah. just wild. Yeah, that's... That's perfect, man. I gotta. I have, that's one place I gotta go there this year. You know, that's mm-hmm. Penn State, um, Maine. Like I said, their student section and band is nuts. Michigan Tech. Oh, on the, a up on the UP, Tech. man. Michigan Tech. <laughs> the Misfits are some. They're wild too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember from Bemidji, we had a playoff game, and uh, they outdid our home crowd. Like their band came, their students came. Their crowd was louder than us at our own range. They went down to Alabama this past year. I'm like, you guys are wild. Oh, my man. God. Yeah, but it, was, it could have been Alabama's last year. Luckily, they got saved, man. That's, Thank God, man. Uh, I'm glad that program got saved. They, they did have a lot of kids transfer, but... Uh, well, I think it was only four or something like that. But What's that? I think only, like, four of those kids transferred out. It is what it is. Yeah, they'll, they'll replace them. And uh, I know with the new addition of LIU, that's going to you know a lot more... Where kids will get a chance. Mm-hmm. So that's big for me, man. Where L- LIU has two campuses and like one in Brooklyn and one on the island, and I'm probably a half hour from the one on the island. So okay. it's great, man. Like I was, I was blindsided. I think everybody was blindsided, but I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna so be maybe so cool. Do they, where 
I don't even know where they're playing. I haven't found anything out about them. Well, their women's team plays at Northwell Ice Facility, which is the Islanders practice facility. So I would yep. assume they would play there for the time being. But they may build a rink that's still in the works. But Northwell, I think, holds about a thousand people, which is probably a good starting point. So yeah. we just go from there. All right. So, all right, we're going to wrap up. So we got some fun questions, rapid fire. So favorite NHL team? Wild, obviously. You took away one of the questions to where to next. You said Penn State, Maine, Michigan Tech, and all that stuff. You went to Bemidji. All right. Yep. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? Oof. Man. Probably a cheetah or jaguar. Someone just so fast. <laughs> Those things are so. It'd be fun to run that fast. I guess being a bird to being able to fly or something like that would be nuts. <laughs> yep. Favorite show to binge on Netflix? Ooh, favorite show. I'm a big guy. I like The Office. It's really grown on me. If I say The Office. Have you watched Trailer Park Boys? I have not yet. No, something you need to watch. It's a little. It's <laughs> messed up, but it's really funny. <laughs> Right up. All right, and last one. If you could have any food for your last meal, what would it be and why? Mm, lasagna. My mom's lasagna. Absolutely. Good choice. <laughs> yep, that would be it for sure. Oh. All right. All right, so that'll do it for us. Hey, thanks, so James. Thank you so much for coming on the pod and really, really enjoyed this interview. Um, it'll get posted on <clears throat> SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter, all the different social media platforms and the one that you had mentioned as well. So I'll get that out there. And I really can't thank you enough for doing this, man. It was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. My, my, my pleasure. And uh, yeah, keep going with what you're doing. We'll stay in touch and hopefully I can get out to Penn State. This absolutely, man. Hey, when you, when you come out there, I'll show you around, show you the ropes, get you introduced to everybody. We'll have a good time. All right. Absolutely. Sounds like a plan, man. All right, brother. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Take care, man. Have a stay good safe. one, man.